Hey, grown-ups! Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. We're a vegetarian household over here, and there were tons of delicious options over at Factor. I highly recommend. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50, T-A-L-E-S 50, and use code tales50 to get 50% off. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com slash tales50 to get 50% off. Hey grown-ups, if you could imagine the perfect education for your tailblazer, what would it look like? You might say hands-on learning, small class sizes, deep reading, open discussion, and for many of us, that list includes a personal one-on-one tutor. That kind of personal attention can accelerate their grasp of difficult concepts. The problem is, tutors can be astronomically expensive, and tutor quality can vary widely. That's where Synthesis Tutor comes in. It's an educational AI that can bring your student from an average to exceptional grasp of mathematics. The tutor works like a human tutor would, slowing down in areas where they're struggling and speeding up when they're gaining momentum. Except, unlike a traditional tutor, Synthesis Tutor is always available and is just $29 a month. Visit synthesis.com slash girltales to get 10% off and begin learning with Synthesis Tutor today. Hey grown-ups, Women's History Month is sneaking up on us and we want you and your tailblazers to join in the celebration of the amazing women who have broken barriers, shattered glass ceilings, and made history. But hey, we're not just looking back, we're also cheering on the future history makers, our very own tailblazers. Here's how you can join in on the celebrating. Grab your phone or tablet and record a quick 10 seconds or less of an audio message. Your tailblazer can tell us about a woman that they admire who changed history. Or you, the grown-up, can give the tailblazer an empowering message about how they will change history. We'll feature these recordings on our Girl Tales episodes all through March. This opportunity is available to our awesome Patreon members on Team Alba or higher. You'll find the instructions on how to send us your recording on our Patreon page. Happy Almost Women's History Month. Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales. I am so excited because we have a new tale for you today. But before we get there, I want to give a shout out to two listeners. At the end of our tale, The Mystery of the Dancing Princesses, I asked all of you how you show that you're a good friend. Well, I got two really special answers from Lila and Sebastian, and I'd like to read them to you. Lila said, 
I'm a good friend because whenever someone needs something from me, I give it to them. Sebastian said, I'm a good friend with my buddy because I like to play with her nicely sometimes. We like to do everything with each other. I like to give her hugs. I love it when Girl Tales listeners share their thoughts and feelings or opinions about the tales that they hear on our show. It just warms my heart. Thank you so much, Lila and Sebastian. It means the world. Today's tale is Elisa and the Swans, Part 1, by Leah McKenna Garcia, adapted from Hans Christian Andersen's tale, The Wild Swans. And if you're a regular Girl Tales listener, you'll hear a character from the Mystery of the Dancing Princesses pop up in this tale. Let's see if you can spot her. Enjoy! If you take my hand, I'll show you distant lands. Be my Once upon a time. That is how most stories start, so let us begin there ourselves. Once upon a time, there was a girl named Elisa who had 11 brothers. They lived with their parents, the king and queen of a distant land. Every seventh day, the family would journey together outside the palace walls, through the village, down the east road, following it to the end, where they'd reach the great meadow. Along the edge of the great meadow stood a large rock wall. Beyond the rock wall grew a deep, dark wood, and beyond the deep, dark wood lay the sea, and beyond the sea was the horizon, heading far off towards the rest of the wide, wide world. The royal family never went past the rock wall, for who knew what may lurk within the deep, dark wood? It was on one of these visits to the great meadow that our tale begins. It's so nice to spend a day with the children. Yes, Belinda. There is nothing I like more than being together as a family. It's so rare that we can, what with all the palace business we have. Yes. The job of a king and queen is never done. So it would seem, my love. So it would seem. It's nice to take a day off from all our kinging and queening, go outside and watch the children play. Yes. Oh, Robert, did you hear that? Yes. Sounds like thunder. Look at the sky over the dark wood. It's turning the most unnatural shade of green. And those clouds rolling in. Great, billowing things. Indeed. Oh, my. We must gather the children and leave here at once, or we'll be soaked through. Children! Children! Time to head back. We're We're ready, ready, Mother. Oh, Charlie and James, our little twins. You're always the first ones to come when we call. Mother, we saw an amber-throated weaver's nest. It was so big. It was held up by the grass. That's nice, boys. I know how much you like birds. Now, where are the others? 
Here I am, mother. Me too, father. And me. I'm here. We made it. I came as soon as I heard you calling. I got here before you. Did not. Did too. Children, children, quiet, please. Good. Are we all here? Yes. 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 We better double check, ought we? Royal family roll call. Ready? Ready. Ready. All right. Let's hear those names. Michael. Peter. Mark. Stephen. Chris. Matthew. Richard. Brian. Joan. Charlie. And James. But where's your sister? Alisa. Boys, have you seen your sister? Alisa. Oh, she's always running off. Maybe she went to her secret spot. Her secret spot? Where is that? If we knew, it wouldn't be a secret. She says she goes there to get away from us. Maybe to get away from you. Take that back. Boys, boys, now is not the time to argue. Your father is right. We've got to find your sister before it starts to pour. Which sounds like it should be soon. Everyone, let's split up and look for Alisa. Michael, Peter, Mark, Stephen, and Chris, go with your mother. Matthew, Richard, Brian, John, Charlie, and James, you come with me. And remember, if anyone gets separated from the group, where do we meet? At the end of the East Road. Very good. Oh, Robert, what if we can't find her? Don't worry, my love. She can't have gone far. my secret spot. Alisa! Oh no. Brothers. I can never get away from them. If they find me, they'll force me to show them my spot and then it won't be a secret. It won't be just mine anymore. Oh, I'll have to share it with them like everything else. Alisa? Alisa? I know. The grass and wildflowers are so tall here. If I duck down, they won't be able to see me. worked. They passed right by. I'll have to stay low in case they come back this way. I can crawl on my stomach until I reach the rock wall. Here's the wall. Now, I'll peek my head up very slowly to see what direction I have to crawl. The biggest rock in the wall jutting out so it's almost like a roof. That's my spot. I love sitting under it and pretending it's a house. Or imagining what could be on the other side in the deep, dark wood. (laughs) Spooky. It should be easy to see if I get up very slowly. There it is. I see the rock. I'm so close. But wait, is that... Oh no! There's someone there! Looks like... a woman. Her clothes are strange. Her hair is strange. What is she doing there? That's my spot. She's moving something between her hands. Looks like she's making something. I'll crawl a little closer to see what it is. 
I'm right in front of her now. She can't see me because of the tall grass, and she can't hear me because I'm not talking, I'm thinking. I love thinking thoughts. My mind is one of the few private places I have. That and the spot. But now someone else is in it. Ugh. Hello? What? How could she hear me? I'm being so quiet. Hello? I know someone's there. Don't be afraid. I only came here to rest a while. You should come and sit under the rock in case it starts to rain. Oh. I guess I have to talk to her now that she knows I'm here. I could go back. But I wanted so much to get away from my brothers for just a little while. And I don't want to get rained on. I guess it would be okay to go sit nearby. If I'm very careful. Um, hello? Hello there. Were you hiding? Um, yes. Were you hiding from me? Not exactly. Who were you hiding from? Everybody. Oh, that's a lot of people. Well, everybody in the meadow, anyway. Those people who just passed through my family. Why would you hide from your family? Because there are a lot of them. How many? I have a mother and a father. All right. And 11 brothers. 11? That is a lot. But why do you hide from them? They're so annoying. They're always talking or yelling or teasing me. And they're loud. I can't think when they're around. I like quiet. And I like to think. And we have to share everything. All our toys, games, our rooms at home, everything. Sometimes I wish they'd just disappear. Oh dear. Coming here is my only chance to get away from them. This is a very special place for you then, isn't it? Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't know this was your spot. It's very important to have a place where you can be by yourself. Some of the best time you can have is when you're on your own. I know. That's why I like it. Do you mind my sitting here? I can go if you want. No, it's okay. Thank you. What are you holding? You mean this? It's a loom. I use it to weave yarn together. Right now I'm making a blanket. Is it hard? No, but it takes time. How do you do it? I take this yarn in my right hand and I bring it around here. Then I take this yarn in my left hand and pull it over and then I switch. I keep going to the end, then I do this and I go back the other way. I have a spare loom. Would you like to try? Really? Yes, please. Open my bag. It should be in there. Oh, I see it. And I see some sticks next to it. Oh, be careful of those. Oh, something stung my hand. Here, press the fabric from the loom onto the part that hurts. Oh, my hand feels better. How did you do that? I didn't. It was the cloth I've woven. Will you hand me my bag? I will get the extra loom for you. Here you go. Oh, but now your hand is all scratched. Yes, it's from these. From those sticks in your bag? They're the stalks of a special stinging nettle. They are very prickly. They sting when you touch them. But once they're made into yarn and woven together, the cloth made from these particular stalks have healing powers. See? Wow! You held the fabric on the loom against your hand and now the scratches are gone. Yes. I bought these nettle stalks from a merchant along the south road. 
But as you can see, I'm running out and I need more to finish the blanket. These special stingy nettles only grow in one place, so I'm going there. Where do they grow? On an island beyond the sea. Beyond the sea? But to get there, you have to go through the deep, dark wood. I know. Aren't you scared? A little. But sometimes you have to do something a little scary in order to find what you need. Isn't it a little scary to come all the way to the edge of the Great Meadow? I guess so. But if I didn't do it, I couldn't be by myself. You see? Sometimes the need is greater than the fear. Yes, a most peculiar kind. Strange things happen during an ill wind. You should get back to your family before it starts to rain. You can come with us. Thank you, but I must keep going. I'm late already. Late? For what? Hello? Elisa. Hello, Elisa. They're getting closer. I'll stand up and see where they are. Oh, they're practically here. Well, at least come with me so I can introduce you. Hey, wait, where'd she go? I just turned my back for a second and she... Elisa, we've been looking for you through the whole meadow. Mother and father say we have to go right away. Because, because there's, there's a, a storm, storm coming. coming. <gasps> Is this your secret spot? Along the rock wall? Wow. Scary. But really cool. Charlie, James. Promise me you won't tell anyone else about this place. Please? Can we come here and play with you sometime? If you say we can, we won't say anything to the others. We, we promise. promise. Ugh. Fine. Fine. Come on. We better meet everyone at the end of the East Road. Elisa? What are you holding? Oh, um, it's a loom, Charlie. What do you do with it? You weave with it, James. Where did you get it? Um, a friend gave it to me. I better put it in my backpack so it's easier to carry. Amber-throated weavers weave, Elisa. That's why they call them that. It's how they make their nests. We saw one right here in the meadow. We're, We're going to mark it in, in our, our bird, bird book. book. What is that? An ill wind. There she is. She has Charlie and James with Where her. were you? What took you so long? We, we found, found her. her. Elisa, where were you? We've been looking all over the meadow. Sorry. It's all right. What's important is that you're safe. It's starting to rain. Quickly, we must get back to the palace. Elisa... You and I are going to have a little talk when we get home. Yes, Mother. All right. Let us be off.
All right, everybody inside. Boys, go straight up to the washroom and dry off. And then to the playroom before bed. Elisa, please stay here for a moment. Ooh, Elisa's in trouble. She's gonna get I'm it. I'm glad I'm not her. Upstairs, boys, upstairs. Don't be too harsh with her, Belinda. Father, we can't reach our bathrobes. Coming, Charlie. Coming, James. Elisa, why do you always run off when we visit the meadow? Why can't you just play with your brothers like other normal sisters? Why do you insist on being so different? I play with them all week, Mother. We didn't know where you were. Do you know how worried I was? I wasn't that far away. Far enough? And out of sight. Off at that secret spot of yours, anything could have happened. What if we couldn't find you? I'm sorry. Well, I want to see a change, little miss. During our next visit to the meadow, I want you playing with at least one of your brothers. And I want to be able to see you at all times. Do you understand? Yes. Very good. Now, go on up and get out of those wet clothes. We still have a little time before lights out. I'll check on you and your brothers in a bit. Okay. Sister, Leave me alone. Getting lost and making us find her. I wasn't lost. We would have gotten back sooner if it hadn't been for you. Chris's new shoes got ruined from all the mud we had to walk through. They were suede. Yeah. Way to go, Elisa. I'm sorry, okay? How was I supposed to know there was going to be a storm? Want to see our bird book, Elisa? Not right now, James. Let's find the page for the amber-throated weaver. Every time we see a new bird, we log it in our book. We write down when we saw the bird. And where we saw the bird. For posterity. I know, twins. We all know. You twins are always doing that. Yeah, why do you like birds so much? They're fascinating creatures, Richard. Here's a whole section on swans. Why would anybody need a whole section on swans? Because there are nine different kinds of swans. This is a picture of the mute swan. The description says, The mute swan earned his name by being less noisy than his fellow swan species. Less noisy? What good's a bird like that? I better put my backpack under my bed. I can take the loom out when everyone else is gone. What are you doing, Elisa? Uh, nothing. Doesn't look like nothing. She's hiding her backpack under her bed. Why? Do you have something in there you don't want us to see? It's It's her loom! What's a loom? It's for weaving. Let me see that. Hey, give that back. Toss it over here, Richard. No, over here, Matthew. Maybe she stole it. Nah, I bet she just found it. I didn't steal it. So what are you going to do with it, Elisa? You going to weave? You going to make afghans? You going to open a stall in the village market and sell handmade artisanal wares? Maybe she's going to weave a nest. Like that bird Charlie and James saw. The amber-throated weaver. <laughs> Elisa's a bird. A bird weaving a nest. I'm Elisa. Stop. I'm a weaver. That's a chicken. Whatever. 
Beep, beep, beep. Stop beep, it. Beep, 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 beep. You're just a crazy bird girl, Elisa. So, what do you say, Elisa? When you finish building your nest, are you gonna lay an egg? <laughs> <laughs> Give me back my loom. Hey, Brian, go long. Toss it. <gasps> oh, no. The, the loom. loom. It's totally broken. Why did you drop it? Why didn't you throw it better? Man, you're all thumbs. Be quiet. You know what? I wish you were all birds. I wish you were all mute swans. Emphasis on mute. Then you would be silent. Knock, knock. All right, children, off to bed. It's been a long day. Lisa, what's the matter? And what are those broken pieces of wood in your hands? Nothing, Mother. It's nothing. Good night. Good night? Huh. That's odd. This window must have been blown open by a gust of wind. have been dreaming. The sun is just starting to rise. It's still dark, though. Shadowy, what a strange dream. Wait, what is that at the end of the bed? Charlie? James? Is that you? Elisa? Help us! Elisa! Help us! Elisa, Look what's happening! Help us, Elisa! Please! Help us, Elisa! Oh no, you're all turning into swans! to get mother and father. Brothers, stay here. I'm gonna go get help. Mother, father, wake up. Elisa, what is it? Please hurry, the boys, they're... What? They're... Elisa, what is it? What about the boys? They've all turned into swans. Swans? Elisa, this sounds like a dream. No, it's true. Now, Elisa, why don't we get you a glass of milk and then I'll tuck you back into bed. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Robert, help! Help! They must have followed me down the hall. Now, now, where did all these birds come from? I demand to know. I told you, they're the boys. Oh, Robert, open the window. Get them out of here. Yes, if I could just get to the window... There we go. No! Don't let them out. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was far too much excitement this early in the morning. This is one of Michael or Peter's ridiculous pranks, I am sure of it. I'll go down the hall and see what they have to say about this. It wasn't the boys. <sighs> what are you saying, Elisa? It wasn't the boys who brought the swans. 
It was me. You mean to tell me you rounded up all those swans and drove them into our bedchamber at dawn? No. The boys were teasing me last night, and I said, I wished. Oh, the ill wind must have heard me and made it happen. They say strange things happen during an ill wind. (laughs) An ill wind? Oh, sweetie, there's no such thing. I think you were waking up from a bad dream and saw these swans and it confused you. Melinda, quickly, the boys. What? They're not in their bedchamber. They're not? No, and the floor, it's covered in feathers. It's my fault. What do you mean, my love? Do you know something about this? Do you know where your brothers are? Gone. Gone? It came true. What came true? I wished it. I wished that they'd turn into swans and fly away. If you take my hand, I'll show you distant lands. Be my mate. That was Elisa and the Swans by Leah McKenna Garcia, starring Sophie Hassett, Russell Jordan, Jessica Osber and Claire Warden. Sound design by Maria Wirtel. Original music by Eli Denby Wood. And directed by me, Rebecca Cunningham. This was part one of Elisa and the Swans. Hear the rest of the tale when we post on September 15th. Remember to subscribe, listen, and review to Girl Tales on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to receive your very own Girl Tale sticker in the mail, head on over to patreon.com slash girltales and make a donation today. Thank you so much for listening, Girl Tales listeners. We'll see you next time.